everyone, and welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website and a show made by Anglophiles for Anglophiles. I am Lacey Barger-Milas, and I'm the editor here at Televisions, and joining me as usual is my co-host, Miss Annie Bundle. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I am doing all right. Um, Once again, just so everyone knows, we're doing a little recording in advance, a little recording out of order because we're trying to, well, basically accommodate me because I am in the recapper's chair for both Sanditon and Marie Antoinette this season. And I think that I have gone on a, a extended, you know, speech on the show before about how I try not to like watch ahead of where I'm recapping, but I would really like to recap a little bit ahead on these. So we're going to talk, we're recording this a little early so that I can keep writing glorious recaps for all of you. Glorious or at recaps. at least I hope they're glorious. I don't know. Uh, my room is back in order from the last time we uh, last time we recorded, uh, which I don't remember what episode that was since we're doing everything out of order now. Um, my room was in pieces. So uh, my room is all back together again. So hopefully there won't be any weird technical snafus on my part. Um, and that's all that like I have to worry about since I'm not recapping these. I'm just editing them. I mean, I suppose I should say which one of these we're talking about. We are here to talk about the premiere of the third and final season of Sanditon. Um, I thought it was interesting that they waited so long to announce that this was the final season. But having watched the first episode, it seems really clear that this like that this is is an ending and that they knew going into it, it was an ending because suddenly everybody is like pairing off. Yeah, I am. I always assumed this was the last season, which um, is probably not exactly helpful um, in that. See, uh, I didn't. I was like, oh, it's going to be like Grantchester. The show's named after the town. They can like keep this going forever. Like they can introduce new characters. I didn't know that I thought like Charlotte Haywood would be the central focus of it forever. But I, I didn't. I don't know. I was I was surprised because it's done, I think, pretty well for PBS and is a pretty popular show so i was a little i was a little surprised i'm not gonna front um i was not in that uh i kind of assumed from the beginning that when they said that they had were they were renewing it for two seasons and then they said that they had uh filmed them back to back that to me was the sign that we were that this was it that they weren't going to try and do a third season um they could have changed their minds i absolutely agree they could have changed their minds but from the start i basically assumed that this was uh that this was a thing and that this is how things were going to go well cuz i got to tell you like some of the choice well i granted some of the stuff in the premiere really feels like like the beginning of an ending oh like, absolutely they in- like they introduce like romantic partners for literally every character on the canvas dude even lady denim i know lady denim gets a man guys lady <laughs> denim has got a man like clearly they hate each other right now but we've all read books yeah we know where this is going enemies to lovers is one of my favorites let's not lie uh it's it is also a favorite of mine as well but like everybody's like getting a romantic partner except then there's the weird part where they introduce this whole new family into proceedings and I don't care about them or their story. Like I don't, I don't know why they thought that I would rather watch these people than say Charlotte's sister, who I genuinely loved and apparently has vanished from the earth. Like they do not even name check her. Okay. Um, I have to say that the Montroses are an interesting development. I mean, I think they're interesting on paper, but like if this is the last season of the show, who asked for this? I don't need these people. Like, okay, no, no, no. I, 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 I want to argue with you here. 
Okay. Oh well. Because we have <laughs> that's not okay. new. Let's let's start with Georgiana. Okay. So the 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 Look, the where impetus, is Allison? Okay. Where is Allison? Okay. The <laughs> impetus. Okay. So this season starts, and the reason that Charlotte is once again back in Sanderton is that it is Charlotte. Is that it is Georgiana's twenty first birthday. She's coming to all her money, and she and BFF. Um, uh, uh, Arthur are basically going to throw like the biggest party because that's what they do, um, and you know they 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 throw a huge party and while they're prepping for said party, these Montroses basically roll into town and Lady Montrose, who's Emma Fielding, um, who is uh the boss in a uh, Vandervolk. Oh, see, all of it also doesn't help that like the Montroses are very clearly played by hey, it's that guy of people who. Uh-huh. Like, have seen somewhere but i don't re- i don't like i can't tell you their names i kind of love them because they uh um because i i love a good that guy and like the entire first episode i was like because i didn't have this i didn't have the cast list in front of me i was like who is that i know who that is i know who that is she plays a detective she plays a hard-boiled like kick your butt lady who is she and then at the end i saw it was emma fielding and i was like oh like I love that like that that game for me is fun but I can understand where like for other people that's massively distracting um so uh, uh Lady Montrose has two children her she has a daughter who is older um who she sneers is uh nearly 30 she's only 27 um and who she is desperate to marry off um that she the daughter is played by Alice R. Uh, Ewing um who is in a very English scandal um and that's where you know her from. And then she also has a son who is a duke. Um, and the duke, as we discover in the first episode, is flaming. Just just not even here for women. Doesn't want to get married. She's basically trying. The reason they left Bath and came to Sanditon, I um under the impression, is because he basically got caught with another dude. Um, and she's desperate to keep that. I don't think the show makes this entirely clear, but I definitely got like confirmed Bachelor Arthur Parker vibes from him. Oh no, but no, no, I don't know. No, no. I mean, for heaven's sakes, at the end of se- at the end of that scene on the beach. He's in the he's in the bath he's in the 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 changing thing with another dude. That is so supposed to be that he is gay. That they that that Georgiana basically caught them like just getting dressed as they finished. That's totally what that's supposed to be. Um and 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 yeah, like I I honestly like that's the thing. As you said, confirmed bachelor Arthur Parker needs love interest. Sorry that no one could see the epic eye roll that I just did at that. It's like so exhausting. <laughs> Listen, if Lady Denim can get a bloody love interest this season, then they could have an LGBTQ love interest for Arthur Parker. We can have Arthur come out of the closet. We can have the two of them. I mean, honestly, like I have been on the Georgiana and Arthur get married because he's the perfect, she's the perfect beard for him and he'll leave her alone and everything will be happy. So, you know, right now she and, and, and Harry are doing the fake dating thing um by the end of it like we don't actually see them agree to the fake dating but we see her like once she sees him in 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 the in the little bath changing area then we get we cut to the party and the two of them are clearly fake dating and 
you know, I don't know if maybe they'll change it and they'll have her marry him and he and Arthur will be the bit on the side. I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but I can very clearly see that that's where this is going. I mean, for all we know, like Arthur might just decide that that is not a thing for him and that you don't get that there will be no marriages. They will only be living as confirmed bachelors together or there will be nothing. I kind of. I kind of, I, I kind of love Arthur so much that I, I almost want him to stand up for himself that way. But I also know that we, I mean, Hun, this season is six episodes long. We don't have time for <laughs> like this. Is the other thing that kind of bugs me about the introduction of like three entirely new characters is that this is only a six episode season. You're right. I was thinking we had like eight, and I just don't feel like the, I don't feel like there's a lot of forward progress in this episode. I no, feel it's like all table setting. It's all table setting, and I feel like. There are so many things that we need to deal with if this show is ending, which mm-hmm. it is. Like, there are so many things that I need to see more than the Montrose's, more than Lady Denham's random man friend. Like, why is Edward still here? I just have so Like, I just... What is the purpose of this? Ugh. Okay, well, Edward is here to get soaked with a hose on a regular basis so we can all burst out laughing. Um, And I... I I I don't like the idea that they are trying to pair him off with Augusta. I hate it. I hate it because either it's one of two things. Either either he's playing her, which sucks for her, mm-hmm. or she's his redemption origin story and she deserves better than that. Mm-hmm. Like I want her to like get a get a job, get away from her. <laughs> like that's uh, like sorry to like be all internet meme about it, but get a job, get away from her. Like I just don't want that. And I don't know why they're like, this is what we need in this story is Edward's happy ending. No, the F I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you know, and I get that, like, perhaps having her cor- having Edward court Augusta, who is Coburn's older daughter, is a way to bring Coburn back into the fold. Obviously, I think she's his niece. Actually, oh, she's his niece. Sorry. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I don't think either of those girls are actually his because we learned that that the tiny one was was abusive soldiers. Oh, right. Um, I forgot about that. For some reason, Leo, like my brain. Leo, that's her name. The tiny one. My, my brain totally just wants like them to be his daughters. And so I keep thinking of them as that. But you're right. Um, He's he they are his wards and he is trying to marry. They're, off. They're still they're still his girls. Yeah, they're just not blood relatives. And he is basically like trying to bring uh he he has decided that he needs to get Augusta marriage. They have come back from Bath and they are also going to attend Georgiana's party. And it, this is basically the excuse to get the now engaged Charlotte and Coburn in the same room. Meanwhile, Augusta has to be courted by Edward has to be courted by this dude for a while. And I cannot. I just I, I, I don't want I don't want it. I don't want it. Keep it. I mean. Yeah, sure, it's fine if it's a redemption arc, but honestly, I'm with you on this. I don't need him to have that. She deserves better. Yes, Augusta she does. deserves better than to be the mechanism by which some man betters himself. Because <laughs> Augusta is fantastic. And I just do not want this for her. She deserves better than this. Like, maybe she should get with nice farm boy Ralph that Charlotte's clearly going to dump. Like, oh, my I Lord. Just want her, I just want her away from him, like, so badly because... There's no good 
there's no good thing here for her character with him. I, I, I'm not going to argue with that because I do actually think that you're correct on that. Um, I I can see where they might want to make this like the Edwards redemption arc, but I'm not here for it. And I don't think I don't think a lot of the audience is going to be here for that. How many women's lives does he get to ruin and then still get to marry an heiress? Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. Get away. Yeah. Um, get in the sea. <laughs> um, I don't mind her with Ralph, though. Can we talk about Ralph? I just feel really bad for Ralph. Oh, like, poor Ralph. I, like, there's so much about this premiere that's just incredibly transparent about where the season is going. And not to like, I mean, yes, I'm making fun of it a little bit. But I know that a lot of people do take a great enjoyment from from stories like this in the fact that it does follow very particular patterns. It's very predictable in terms of like what the outcome will be. Like, that's part of the fun is getting to that outcome, you know, will be. But like, I, why is Ralph here? Like, I just, he's so, like, he is so, like, obvious roadkill that I just, I feel bad for him because there's nothing wrong with him. He's just a farmer. Yeah. And I, that for me actually is really difficult because when he showed up at the end of last season, it was Random Ralph, right? Like, I was not, I, I no one was here for Random Ralph and yet no, here. I mean, I think I was kind of tea bread of Ralph by the end, but that's because I just really can't stand Colburn. And I think Colburn is also a terrible choice for Charlotte, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Honestly, this first episode convinced me that Ralph is a really good choice for Charlotte. In a lot of ways, he's the new Allison. You know, he is the one who isn't used to being around the titles. He's the one who's who doesn't know poetry very well and, and is sort of overwhelmed by all of these. You know, he's like, Dukes and Duchess is running around. I have I have a confession to make. Mm-hmm. Every time Charlotte had to, like, get all up and get all, you know, uh, not like uppity, but kind of uppity mm-hmm. and talk about how she, like, knows rich people and people with titles and reads books and... <laughs> like knows how to play games and her dumb podunk boyfriend doesn't know any of that. Like it really made me dislike Charlotte a little bit. I'm like, girl, that was you like five days ago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, there's no se- like there's no self-awareness in her right now about anything. And that is irksome to me. It bothers me because, okay, here's the thing. He is so clearly like a good person for her. And he so clearly worships the ground she walks upon. And let's be honest, he's not bad looking. Um, you know, maybe maybe he's not your type, but I, I actually think he's pretty cute. Um, I, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. And I think, I, you know what I'm actually really worried about? Remember last season when Charlotte was picking between like the soldier dude and mm-hmm. Colburn, the soldier mm-hmm. dude who's Leo's dad, and I've forgotten his name. Mm-hmm. I... I still really hate that the show decided to like literally make him an abusive gambler rather than just have Charlotte make a choice. And I'm really afraid that, that Ralph will turn out to, Oh, please. No, no, I don't know what, like, but will turn out to be something horrible, like a drunk or really into the animals on his farm or so, you know, something horrible just so Charlotte well, so, so it'll be okay for Charlotte to pick the other person. It, no, I want, I want, and now that you have said it, this is now, this is now the fanfic I want. I want Charlotte to let Ralph down easy because, you know, they, that, they, they, I mean, they were engaged from like childhood or something. Their parents did it. Like, you know, something will comes along and she decides that she's not going to do it. And he, or he, he asks her, you know, should I let you go? And she says, yes, please. And then he gets to turn around and marry Augusta and get 
a fortune and a nice wife and she marries Coburn and it's and they get to be family without actually ever having to get married. Like, I would like that. I think that's a good ending. I'll take that ending. Other than the fact that you cannot stand Coburn, I'll take that ending. <laughs> I hate Coburn. Actually, I don't even hate Coburn. He's just bad. Because what, what I want is Charlotte to Kelly Taylor it. Like, I just want her to choose herself and, like, and go, I don't know, traveling or write a, her, a book under a pen name or whatever. Honestly, I think that is much more of a Georgiana ending that we might get, especially if Georgiana finds her mother. Oh, we need to talk about that in a second because I have, like, so much to say about that. But let's talk about Charlotte and Colburn. Oh, her Mr. Rochester? <laughs> uh, I do not like Colburn I and I have gone on the record about this forever listen to any of our previous episodes or read the recaps because here's why I think he's fine he's easy on the eyes he's certainly rich we love that for her um, but I have never gotten over the fact that last season was supposed to be about like Charlotte's pain and Charlotte's recovery and Charlotte like processing Sydney's death and all this other stuff and he did not give two craps about her grief or her feelings it was all about like his dead wife pain and he's a weird recluse and it's just i don't know like charlotte bends over backwards to like help him heal and he lit does he even does he even know why she was sad no. i don't think so like because he, he doesn't care the show forgot to show that i think is the problem i think the show believes he did that but they forgot to show it and they never told it either and that is a problem <laughs> he did not do that it is a problem because you know listen um someone on twitter recently accused me of being a sidlot shipper and oh my that's gosh, why you are, you are not as i will i am the sidlot shipper on the show <laughs> and i but i am not like I have accepted, like, I would be perfectly happy for Charlotte to move on because while I am a Sidlot shipper, I am first and foremost a Charlotte stan. And I want Charlotte to be happy and to find her joy and to have a good ending after two seasons of literally crying over the closing credits. So that's what I want. I don't like Colburn, but it has nothing to do with the fact that I ship Sidlot and oh my god Annie has never shipped Sidlot a day in her life nope I did <laughs> oh, my my I, I I come by my dislike of Coburn honestly thank you um and that's the thing is you don't have to have been a Sidlot shipper to dislike Coburn is my point no I want Charlotte to be happy I just feels like he never made an effort to find out anything about her mm. like or, or or actually, no, I'll amend that because he does actually talk to her, which is nice, but he has never really seemed to want to delve into like her emotional depths, if you know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. she clearly was dealing with some last season and he never asked her, mm. you know, like, does he even know that she loved someone who died? No, I don't think he does. Um, And yeah, I especially because it's very obvious that Ralph knows because Ralph cares. Uh, anyway, I need I need good things for Ralph people. All right, that 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 is my point. Is I need I I need good things. Also, I just like I feel like another step that they skipped a little bit was the fact that it was Colburn who basically turned Charlotte down mm -hmm. last season. He yes. turned her down. He left, and now they're back, and he's making like googly eyes at her, and she's like, so "Listen, I'm engaged." <laughs> Well, not even that. Like, why did you leave then? Yeah. Like, how did, like, there's a step in the middle here that the show hasn't told me. Like, if you wanted to be with her, you could have just stayed and been with her. Like, is there a reason that you 
is there a reason for this other than the fact that the show had another season? So I actually want to move on from Coburn because obviously that is a done deal. Like we can dislike Coburn all we want. It is obvious from this first episode that Coburn is a done deal, that Charlotte and Coburn are getting married. That is end game, end of list. It is merely a matter of where everyone else falls out that we have to deal with. Um, As much as I like the fake dating thing that Georgiana is doing with Harry um, and my hopes for him and Arthur to have a relationship, even though, as you point out, there's only six episodes and where is the time? That's my concern about the Georgiana arc generally. Well, it's several concerns. My my umbrella concern is the fact that I don't think the show, though it is rightly proud of having uh, a woman of color in a major role on its canvas, has never really known what to do with Georgiana. Mm-mm. Like, they've never really excelled. At give, they've basically given her the same story two seasons in a row, the same way they did Charlotte. Like, now they maybe are going to do it a third time. I don't know. But like, oh, right now she's don't... looking for her mom. Well, she's looking for, she's, how is she, like, there are six episodes, there are five more episodes after this. She's got to find her mom, she's got to deal with her maybe gay boyfriend, she's got to deal with, um, with, with the Chevalier from Versailles is back suing her for her money. Like, this is a lot of plot. And the thing is, is is that Georgia is, Georgia, (laughs) Georgiana isn't, like, the A character, so she gets, like, less screen time anyway because she's not Charlotte. And I just don't know how they're going to do any of this. Sat- I don't know how they're going to do right by her. And I don't know why that surprises me because they haven't really done it at all thus far. Um, I, of of, of the people I would want to give a Kelly, Kelly Taylor ending to, Georgiana is the one I want to give that to. I don't know. She's got like buckets of money. Go to China or something. She's got buckets of money. Let her find her, uh, let her find her mom and let the two of them go do whatever it is they want to do, wherever it is they want to do it. Um, whether or not she marries one of her two gay boyfriends here and like and and lets them have a relationship without her is, you know, n- neither here nor there in the end. I see no unlike Charlotte, where we are so very obviously like uh, telegraphing that Coburn is M game and that we are and that as much as I dislike the idea of Augusta and and Edward, that we are probably going to end up with that as, as Endgame 2. Uh, honestly, it's very obvious to me that these things are being telegraphed. Denim and, and, and this Price dude, like, you couldn't telegraph these things harder. There is no one being telegraphed for Georgiana. And if there was a love interest, which she was supposed to end up with at the end of six episodes, we would know it at the end of this episode. And there isn't one. And that, to me, says that she is probably the one to get the Kelly Taylor ending. I mean, I'd be okay with that. There are a few characters who haven't shown up yet. Like, I'm aware that there's a Samuel Coburn who's supposed to show up this season, for instance. Oh yeah, he's yeah, in one of the trailers. Um, he is a, uh, I believe he's he's Alexander's brother, cousin. Yeah, it's, he's he's his brother, I think, because they're they're in a in the trailer. They're they're talking about Charlotte, and he's like, "Well, she's mm-hmm. to be married." And the new the new Colburn is like, "She's not married yet," and it's just yeah. very like, seriously, my man, you could this all could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe perhaps he will show up and suddenly the Georgiana ending will be telegraphed very loud and clear. And that gets to make like Charlotte and Georgiana sisters via marriage. And that's a happy ending. So like, you know, we, we've got different things here that we could be 
But honestly, the fact that no one showed up in this premiere for Georgiana has me convinced currently that she will not marry. Oh my gosh. If they put if they put her back with what's his face, I'm gonna lose my mind. No, 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 no. Painter. Lockwood. That's his name. Sorry. It took me a second. I had to get there. Lockwood is very obviously this season's bad guy. He is the antagonist. He comes in, he makes the party stop, he drops he 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 drops a summons. Um, you know, he 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 you know, he 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 she got served in the middle of her 21st birthday party. Um, and you know, now she needs a lawyer, which is what puts her in which means that she has a reason to meet Coburn's brother cuz Coburn's brother is supposed to be a lawyer. Like, I can see where we might go somewhere mm. with this. But honestly, like, it is very obvious to me that Lockwood is now a bad guy. Like, and that he is, and that he is the ultimate bad guy. He is going to be the one with the, like, there is no redemption here. He's a drunk. He's a miserable person. He's trying to steal all her money and be a, a miserable white guy. Um, How do we feel about Price, by the way? That's Lady Denim's man? Yes, it's James Bolum, Um, for the record. Uh, if... if, if Again, another another that guy who you probably don't remember where you've seen him before. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I actually have any feelings about him in and of himself, except he's sort of like a crotchety rich person, which means he's perfect for her. Except I also <laughs> don't know that I think Lady Denim needs a man. You don't think Lady Denim? Ah, yeah, that's actually an interesting. Now, see, I, I don't mind that take because um, honestly, like I, you know, it, it threw me. When they walked in and handed off uh, that they walked in and they showed this crotchety dude and that he was very obviously like the denim boyfriend, especially when she went running out of that room. I know. I mean, can you imagine Lady Denim running? I guess I can because I've seen it now. But also I was like, this is not (laughs) one of uh, one of my best friends loves to tell this story of the first time we met. I was probably a little intoxicated because one of the things I said was she's like, oh, I remember this because you were we were crossing the street and the light changed and, and you like refused to run. And she's like, I remember that you said I don't run. It's undignified, which is true. <laughs> um, I still I don't if I'm running, you should start running because something is coming. But um, like, I feel like Lady Denim is like that. Like if she is running, Godzilla is here. So she does not strike me as a lady that runs. <laughs> Anyway, um, I am 100% like here for her having a boyfriend, um, mostly because it's amusing to see her run. And I don't and I don't think it would be bad to marry her off. Um, For the record, the guy who plays Price, James Bolam, is has been in just so many things. Like he is one of those BBC actors who's been going since like the 1950s. And he has like a CV that is like a million, a million miles long. Um, so if you think you've seen him in something, the answer is yes, you saw him in something um, because he's been in just about everything. Um, I, I think I got to tell you, I think one of my problems with this premiere is I like I really think it's I, it feels like it's missing something to me, like some sort of like spark. Or, Why? It's or, got so much or effort, like some kind of spark or effervescence. And I think it's because there's no Allison and there's no Esther. So there's no like I feel like those sort of maybe more outspoken maybe more like sure of who they are kind of characters like you like the show needs that I'm not sure but I really miss both of them even though I know that you know in the world of Jane Austen they've gotten married and acquired a child so they have (laughs) no story anymore but 
I I don't know. I think this sh- for me the show is missing something with the absence of both of them, and I and I can't put my finger on why exactly. Maybe it's because both of them had like a real sort of like fall over swoony romance, and I don't necessarily mm. see that on the canvas right now. Sorry, I don't know what the ship name for Charlotte and Colburn is. Cholburn? It doesn't Colburn? Need, we don't need one. I don't know. We don't need one. Whatever their ship name is. Sorry to you guys, because I know you guys probably would disagree with me heartily on that. But I don't know. It's just a feeling that I have. And I talk about my feelings on this show. I feel like Lydia Montrose, that's the daughter, the 27-year-old daughter, is supposed to be kind of the fill-in person for that. That she's the one who is sure of who she is. She's the one who, 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 who is she's not she's an obedient daughter but she's also a little snarky like that bit about you've disappointed mother line when when harry comes in all drunk and let or and it's just it the way she delivered it was just so funny like i'm like that girl is supposed to be now i think that i i I don't think we got enough of her in this first episode to be able to determine that and i'll be honest like i'm not sure we could have yeah, as you yeah. as you know, there these are three new characters who have come out of nowhere and are taking up screen time. Part of me is I think I wanted Augusta to be in that spot mm. because Augusta feels sort of to me as a, of a piece with that. But she's getting stuck in this terrible Edward Denham story, which I don't know what she did deserve that. <laughs> I mean, I suppose someone had to redeem him, but why does it have to be her? Um, why can't it be someone else off screen far, far away from me? Yeah, why? I, I just don't know, like, who was, like, do you know who we really definitely need to make sure we have for season three? Edward Denham. No one yeah. said that. Zero people said that. I mean, I will say that I did giggle my head off when he got hosed down. And I do love him as this sort of, like, you know, ping pong ball that the that the reverend and the doctor are fighting over. I, I kind of love that. I think that's hilarious. Um, But... That's an object, not as a character. And I'm okay with him being an object. I'm not sure I care about him as a character. Like, he's an object for me to laugh at, sure. Um, But the rest of it is not necessary. Because part of me is like, if we were going to do this whole redemption thing, they should have done it last season before he literally gaslit and tried to have his sister committed to a mental institution to steal her fortune. Mm -hmm. Amen. The sister he hooked up with. Let's not forget that. Yeah, let's not forget that because for heaven's sakes, um, the last thing any the last thing any like, of this honestly stuff is that is... a character that deserves a happy ending? Even in the like, no. even in the cotton candy world of like Jane Austen adjacent stories, no, no, he does not. No. He should go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and if he doesn't go to jail, he should at least go to like the poorhouse and like have no way out. That would make me happy. I would like that. Um, the problem. Is that it's only six episodes. Yeah. It's like that. What is it that you always say about take something off when you're leaving the house? Like, I feel like <laughs> it's it, it's 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 a Coco Chanel. Like Coco Chanel said that you should the woman should always look in the mirror and take off one accessory before leaving the house. And I abused the heck out of that quote by saying that, you know, a show should look in the mirror and take off one plot point before leaving before getting on television. I feel like this this is a great example of that because there's just too mm-hmm. much going on here. Like it's too mm-hmm. uh I think the word I used in the recap was maybe overstuffed, but like there's just too much. There's too many characters, there's too many things happening, and there's too many like C-list subplots pretending like they're A-list that there's no there's not enough time for the actual like big plots that they need to do before the season is over. 
I mean, also, let's just also note that, like, other than my fanfic about Arthur and uh, and and Georgiana's new fake boyfriend, um, which, as you point out, is completely in my head at this point. The screen hasn't actually done anything to give me this. I'm just I'm just guessing wildly and hoping for like an LGBTQ something in this show for Arthur. Um, you know, also the other Parkers, Mary and 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 what and Tom, like. I mean, what did they do other than be slightly comic relief? I mean, there's a reason Chris Marshall is clearly going to do Beyond Paradise, and it's because he's not he's not doing anything here. I mean, I think they're just there at this point. Like he already yeah. had like his gambling problems. They've made the town a success. Like now he wants to build a something that he needs the tiny old man's money for hotel, something yeah. a hotel. I think. And, I think it's a hotel. And I just he he's he seems to be like the embodiment embodiment of its plot exposition and it has to go somewhere yes like from clue like that's how no, i know that's not from clue it, that is from the muppets uh the great muppet caper and it was the great diana rig who said that oh i always thought that was from clue never Ooh. mind i love clue as well no, she, says it, she, she she miss piggy turns to diana rig and says why are you telling me this and diana rig says it's plot exposition it has to go somewhere Best line ever. Uh, R.I.P. Diana Rigg. Um, where is I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm like Sorry. the Muppet caper and Clue and stuff. But, you know, like I just, I don't know. He doesn't seem to really have a, a purpose. Speaking of things whose purpose <laughs> I am unclear on. So Lady Susan is now like a regular. Um, Are we sure about that? I thought she was just here for this episode. I don't I, She Judging from what I, I've seen her in the trailers and scenes that were not in this episode. Oh, okay. See, I assumed that uh, Sophia Winkleman, who is the actress who plays her, um, who is uh, actually she's one she's one of the major voices going to uh, uh, Belgravia season two, the, the Next Generation. Oh, good for her. Although that every yeah. saying the name of that, it's just like Star Trek, but a period drama. Um, <laughs> very, very unfortunate naming convention, guys. It's actually the Next Chapter, not the Next Generation, but I keep calling it the Next Generation because that's um, at least slightly yeah. better than the Next Generation because. But, I mean, it's literally about the next generation, so you see the error. The point being that I totally thought that her character was just here for this episode for plot exposition, basically. I could be wrong, but I okay. also feel like she might just be plot exposition for the rest of the season. Because if I'm remembering correctly, she seems to be quite an unrepentant um Colburn Charlotte shipper and I'm pretty sure yes, like, she is. I'm pretty sure the scene that I saw those in one of the trailers was her like telling charlotte she could change her mind or something to, like very heavily implying that she should just go get her man or whatever i would also note that uh she did make noises about how the new king might show up oh, to sanditon before the end of the season i'm sorry i'm just having like flashbacks remember that episode of down abbey where the prince of wales like comes to rose's party or rose's cr rose crashes his party or something and then she like um that was the christmas special um, and that was Rose. That was the one where Rosa uh, does the debutante ball, and we had all of the great white feathers in everybody's hair. That was a great episode for costumes. Great, <laughs> but all, that's all I could think of about this. And I was like, "Great, the king is absolutely going to come to Sanditon. Charlotte will one hundred percent like meet the king because, of course." And I don't even know. You know, there's and then a Ralph, reason... and then Ralph will like melt into the sea because he can't handle how lower class he is next to his fiance, like talking to the king of England or something. I'm sorry, <laughs> Ralph, baby, you deserve better. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just died. Um, is I will point out, and 
Bridgerton is the only one that has actually managed to put real royalty into these things. But there is a reason that these aristocratic romances don't ever actually include the head of the table, as you might say, like the king or the prince or whatever. Like, there's a reason that Downton Abbey only showed the king, only showed the the royal family once, and it was in a movie, right? Like, that's not a, it's not a thing. Oh, right. Like, they came to Downton. I've, I love right. the Downton movies, but they're also really just like televisual candy floss. And the minute the credits are done, I have forgotten every detail yeah. about them. Yeah, I, I, I just feel like there's a reason that Downton Abbey didn't have the king as a regular character or the queen or the Prince of Wales. And I feel like Sanditon should really not. Oh, no, he's absolutely just going to show up to, like, do a ribbon cutting or something. But, like, <laughs> for whatever reason, like, Charlotte will talk to him. I will put cash money on that right now. He will get out of the carriage. He will take the hand of his mistress. He will say, hello, Charlotte. What a lovely woman you are. Are you marrying Coburn? I heard you're marrying Coburn. Have a lovely day. And then the two of them will get in the carriage and I don't know, like take off with wings. Like I just I just feel <laughs> confident that 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 will 100 percent happen. I mean, now that she suggested it, yes. Um, And I, 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 I can see it and I'm kind of dreading it already. Um, Let's see. Uh, do you feel like this season could possibly give you a satisfying ending? That's my real question here. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so, because I do still like the show, despite the fact that this, I'm sure it hasn't sounded like that during this episode. And it's very much like the, like, I know it can be better than this. And therefore, <laughs> like, that's why it's annoying. You're not angry. You're just disappointed. Yes, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I would really like... Oh, what would I like? How can this give me a happy ending? I'd, I would really like some people to just leave town next episode, just like peace <laughs> out so that we could have a little more screen time with the characters that like I actually want to see their stories conclude more than just like a couple of scenes. Do you know what I mean? Like I know Charlotte's going to get with Colburn. Like I would really like instead of dragging out the will they won't they because we all know the answer like just cut the cord and actually like show them working out what a relationship between the two of them looks like yes but we know that won't happen no i know that won't happen i would like to him to acknowledge that like her feelings matter in any of this because he seems to like not do that um i would like augusta to get away from edward <laughs> and i would I'd like, like edward to get in the sea and stay there um i don't know did uh, can she go to university or something i would really love for her to just like do girls get to go on a grand tour? I just, I don't know. <laughs> like, I want her to get out of this, like, tiny town. Maybe she and Georgiana can go on a grand tour. Like, that'd be nice. The thing about Sanditon to me, and the reason that I was so excited when it got seasons two and three, was because that ending was so unsatisfying mm -hmm. for so many. Mm -hmm. That, 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 that that last shot of Charlotte in the carriage crying her eyes out on the way back to the farm. I know. And then that's exactly the same scene they ended season two on. Right. Um, I almost felt like that was deliberate. The second the, 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 the second season doing that was kind of deliberate. Oh, I'm sure it was deliberate. I just didn't particularly like think that it was as, I don't know, coy or self-aware or self-referential as it seemed to think it was like i was just like oh look charlotte's miserable again this show is great <laughs> now there are things the show could never do the show could not bring back 
Theo James because Theo James decided that he was going to go work with Steve Moffat for reasons we'll never really know. Um, except that that was a bad choice. Um, we, uh... I mean, hey, he got the White Lotus, so he didn't completely, like, whiff it. That's true. Um, let's never forget the White Lotus. It's a good show. Um, amusing as hell. Um, and also, uh, uh, had the dude from Us this past, uh, Tom Hollander, who I, I love. Um, oh, as yeah. The-, the gays are trying to kill me. Yes, loved that. We love Jennifer um, Coolidge on the show. Honestly, like, best part of White Lotus to me was Tom Hollander um, and Jennifer Coolidge, like, squaring off, basically. Anyway, um, totally just randomly went off track there. Sorry. Um, the, the, the thing is, I keep picturing that moment with Charlotte at the end of season one. as She's crying on her way home from the carriage and, and, and the anger that everyone felt because this show was canceled and there would never be a way to fix it. And I keep asking myself, is seeing her with Coburn really going to fix it? Because I don't think the answer to, for me is yes. But, and I and, and I do, everybody loves a big but. Um, <laughs> have I never said that in front of your face? Oh my God. She's also, um, she's also like making hand gestures, guys. Just so, you, just so you know that the, the visuals that I am currently getting. What I really want for Charlotte is for her to find family. That's what will make me happy. And that's why I like the idea of Georgiana Lamb deciding to go marry the lawyer dude. That's why I like the idea of Augusta maybe picking up Ralph. Like, these things appeal to me because that takes Charlotte's world and basically, like, establishes it so it will never go away. And I think for me that much more than anything else, is the antidote to the crying in the carriage on the way home to the farm. Is that she gets a family and a stable world that will never be taken away from her because some dumb dude decided that he was going to go marry for money. Um, I kind of feel that, but she has, like, a rather large and sprawling actual family. She's, like, seven si- she has like seven siblings. I mean, she could go home and, and work She's the one farm of with... Allison and and hot soldier guy, who is I'm sure like barn raising as we speak, um and 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 producing another twelve. <laughs> oh, I hope they're I hope they're okay. I love them. me too. Um, I'd love them to guest star this season. Um, I mean, just the fact that they didn't even mention her was wild because she was friends with Georgiana too. Mm. Um, like just be like, oh, she can't come because she's preggers or whatever they're having a barn raising i don't know why i'm like on this barn raising imagery it's not like they're amish (laughs) but um what's i gonna say with this what i want i think is in the world of the show it was always sort of kind of positioned as the story of charlotte haywood and georgiana lamb and Mm. i would like it to get back to that i would like to jettison all this other superfluous crap that i just don't think is is necessarily central to the story this show set out to tell. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's kind of forgotten that in some ways, in terms of, like, Charlotte's constant misery, Georgiana constantly getting scammed. Like, I, f- I don't know. I feel like that they have... I think that they've forgotten a little bit that those two women and the relationship between those two women is supposed to be, like, the ground on which the rest of the show is built... And I I would just really like them to get back to that before the end. Like, get rid of Lady Denim's uh, the old man friend and... 
No, she can have it. She can have an old man friend. They can just wander off together. Well, no, I don't need that to be like a major plot. I don't need to. Mm, I don't okay. need her to like realize that her that her crotchety emotional walls can be brought down by another crotchety old person. <laughs> whatever. I don't need that. Like, I what I need is what I want, and I guess what I need is I, I Georgiana and Charlotte and them sort of figuring out how to navigate the world together. And I don't think we've gotten that in a while. Do you think the show forgot that in all the Sidlot nonsense? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Well, and, I, and to some extent, I'm not even sure how much that was their fault because everything sort of wherever they were originally planning on going with with Sydney and his connection to Georgiana and how that would or would not have involved Charlotte and made everything messy between the three of them. Like we didn't get to finish that. Mm-hmm. So so that's not that's not their fault. Theo James didn't come back. But I don't think they found anything to replace it with in terms of that sort of central connection between them. And they should have replaced it with Georgiana and Charlotte as that central couple, as that central BFF. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like it was very clear that that was that those are the three characters that the show turned around. And mm-hmm. In season two, I don't know that they figured out it was like Charlotte and friends. You yeah. know what I mean? And now it's like Charlotte and Georgiana have like sex in the city brunch where they talk about like dudes and then <laughs> go on their merry way. But it doesn't feel as necessary to me as it did. I don't know. What's the 1810s version of a Cosmo? <laughs> uh, wine? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Anyway, yeah. I um. I I, I got to agree that I feel. I I think that that is in a way what I also want without without me saying it like that. That the fact that I want like her and Char- her and Georgiana Charlotte and Georgiana to end up as as married through sisters, and that Augusta also gets to like find a way to bring Ralph into the fold. Like that that she gets to have like the found family. I I I think that's also me wanting to see her and Georgiana wind up together as best they can as you know as 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 a force to be reckoned with through this world i mean the only reason that i don't completely hate the colbert inevitability is because it does mean that charlotte will get augusta and the tiny child leo um (laughs) and like i i have enjoyed them as sort of a familial non-familial unit so (laughs) that that almost makes up for how dull i find colburn but whatevs okay um. Yeah. I. I think. I think that's probably it for Sanditon. Until uh, uh we are going to come back to this at the, at the finale, right? Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Okay. Cool. Joe's making sure. And I'm recapping it. So if you want a preview of my thoughts in that final episode, like come read the recap. So I'm sure I'll try to save my best lines for the show, though. Um. So yeah, that's Sanditon season three, the premiere. Dun dun. Annie, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me at any bundle on most uh, social media sites as they come and go trying to replace Twitter. You can find me at any bundle on Twitter too because I don't seem to be able to leave. You can find me at Miss Annie Bundle at Facebook. You can find me at Annie Bundle on Instagram where there's lots of pictures of my cats and their fuzzy tails. Um, I am the associate editor here at Tilly Visions and I also freelance around the web including for MSNBC where I cover the Oscars and other uh, trendy pieces and also uh, Best Life um, where I'm also covering culturally stuff. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, uh, if you want to know where my violins are today, just go and like follow me wherever you get your social media nowadays. <laughs> um, huzzah. I am Lacey MB still on Twitter and all the assorted Twitter clones that are out there pretty much everywhere online. That is me. And like Annie, I write a lot here at televisions and around the entertainment web on a variety of other topics. So I always treat my bylines. Just be my friend. You'll get some cat pictures and general state of the world ranting along the way. Uh, the site and the pod are on social media at tele underscore visions on Twitter and televisions blog, all one word on Facebook. Uh, you can say hi to Emma, who has been a guest on the show, who is currently our intern running the socials and doing a heck of a job, if I do say so myself. And yeah, if you want all the content that we are currently making, it's at televisions.org. We've got news, listicles, recaps, reviews, interviews with a variety of cool people and all kinds of good stuff. If you like what we do, you can click on that donate button up top to help us keep making all this great content for your eyes and ears and get access to PBS Passport at the same time, which truly has a staggering amount of early binge and exclusive viewing opportunities for whatever you're looking for this spring. Um, there's a lot. All episodes of Sanderson are on Passport. Uh, all episodes of Marie Antoinette are on Passport. Called Midwife is uh, showing up uh, weekly. Um, and uh, when we get around to Tom Jones, all episodes of Tom Jones will also be on Passport. So that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then, of course, there's all the Walters' choice. Because lots and lots and lots of Walters. <laughs> Wait, are we sure Sanderson's on Passport? Oh, yes. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yes. All except, uh, yep. Yep, it's binge. Um, well, we love that. Another that, that that's my job is to know that another reason that you guys should go make use of your passport uh membership because you won't have to wait until I write five more recaps to find out what happens. <laughs> that is our show for this week. Thank you guys for putting up with the uh myriad tangents that we went on this week. It's kind of late in the day while we're recording this. I guess maybe we need some more caffeine. I don't know. Um spring is upon us. The clocks have changed. Peak bloom is coming. Um, allergies are coming if you're into that kind of thing. Or if you're not into that kind of thing. I am not into it, but trust me, that if allergies are into me. Yeah, Greg, they're into Greg, too. I'm a fall allergy girl, which is fine. Ragweed, I don't know what it is, but it should be burned to the ground. Anyway, um, as usual, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. If you have not had a COVID booster recently, maybe consider doing that. And do something nice for a stranger. Tis the season. It'll make you feel better. And, you know, make the world a little bit of a better place. We appreciate all of you. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening.